Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. The title of this talk I'm calling uh, The Shift from Doing to Being. And I want to share with you, really, this is coming out of wanting to share with you my basic practice um, for some time. Um, and it might be useful for you. It might not. You, I learned long ago, take what's useful for you and leave the rest. But um, I thought um, that it would be good to explore this another way of practicing than our typical practice instructions that I gave at the beginning of this this evening. Um, it's good to know that there are different modes of practice. There's no one right way. And some of them are more active cultivation, a cultivation of um, connection and unifying the mind and or cultivating certain mind states. Uh, when we do metta practice and we're saying phrases, we're cultivating um, an open, kind, loving heart. And we can do the same for the other Brahma Viharas. We can do compassion practice or mudita practice uh, or equanimity practice where we're saying phrases, one way to do the Brahma Vihara practices, to program the mind and the heart in, in a certain way. Uh, another kind of more active practice is just putting your attention on the breath. And there you are following the breath, breathing in, breathing out, or feeling the belly rise and fall, or the, the chest, um, and you're using a primary object to collect the attention and establish coming into the moment. And then uh, often, uh, besides getting collected on the breath, then you can open up to other things that are happening, but it is an active kind of knowing what's here that is object-oriented, whether the breath or other objects. And there I am attempting to pay attention as best I can to the present moment, whatever my experience is. There's uh, the body scan, if you've ever done a Goenka-type retreat, or other body scans are done in uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction, and you're scanning the body in a very systematic way and going through uh, the various body parts with a kind awareness and noticing places of tension and uh, relaxing and continuing to, to go all the way down and then up again. Um, there's practices where you're 
investigating emotions. When some feeling comes up, sadness or joy or uh, worry or fear or love or whatever it is, and you can either use the, the RAIN practice that we've spoken about before, recognizing and allowing and investigating it and not identifying with your experience, um, <clears throat> and self-compassion practice where you are calming yourself down and just calming the whole system down if it starts to get hyper aroused. The second foundation of mindfulness is noticing the feeling tone of experience, Vedana, and just noticing, oh, is this a pleasant moment, an unpleasant moment, neutral moment? So all of these are wonderful, powerful, practices and they are more on the energizing side of the seven factors of enlightenment there's that list that probably many of you are familiar with with mindfulness and then there's energizing investigating an active interest um, you're making an energetic effort and when you're very keenly tuned into something, there's a sense of joy that gets cultivated. Then there's the more stilling kind of side of the seven factors where you're developing calm or concentration or equanimity. Um, so those active cultivations are, are powerful and they allow us to come into the moment. But that's just one side of the equation as far as practicing. Even those uh, calming aspects of the seven factors, you're cultivating calm, cultivating concentration, or cultivating equanimity. They are, they are more quieting and stilling but I wanted to explore a practice or a way of practicing that's not so much about doing, but actually a not doing, which one could call simply being. This is not so easy because we are so condition to do it's hard even when you you come down to a meditation you've been having a busy day and you say oh i'm just going to sit and ah come into the moment uh, Thich Nhat Hanh has this example of shaking a, a salad oil of oil and vinegar and shaking and shaking and shaking and then you put the the cruet down and it's still on the outside but still there there's a whole lot of activity on the inside until finally it settles down but it's possible and i want to explore tonight with you maybe give you a glimpse to not do to let go of all doing 
and simply be here for the moment as it is and eventually be the moment. You not even trying to be the moment. The moment is simply expressing itself through you. And I want to say that um, both of these, they can work together. In the Tibetan tradition, the highest teachings are these kind of not doing practices, but they come after the preliminary practices of 100,000 prostrations and 100,000 uh mantra recitations and 100,000 visualizations. And after you've done a whole lot of doing, then you're told, okay, let go of all doing, just relax. So they go hand in hand, but this kind of practice, um, you don't have to go through 100,000 prostrations before you play around with it. And the thing is you probably Know this in your own life, times when you're not trying to make anything happen, when you're not doing anything and you're just relaxing and, and being. In the Tibetan practices, um, the these not doing practices are what uh, the Dzogchen uh, tradition is about. The natural great perfection already here when we stop looking for it. <clears throat> I've shared this um, this teaching from Gendon Rinpoche. I'll just share a little bit of it now. Some of you heard it before. This is the, the essence of what I'm trying to uh, communicate tonight from Gendon Rinpoche, just part of this teaching. Happiness cannot be found through great effort or willpower, but is already here in relaxation and letting go. Don't strain yourself. There's nothing to do. Only our searching for happiness prevents us from seeing it. Wanting to grasp the ungraspable, you exhaust yourself in vain. As soon as you relax this grasping, space is here, open, inviting, and comfortable. Nothing to do, nothing to force, and everything happens by itself. In the Tibetan tradition, they make the distinction between these doing and not doing and uh, point to it in a number of different ways. But one way is a kind of practice that they, they call the kind that we are used to doing. They call meditation with support. And that is the support 
of some object like the breath or um, some kind of a, an object, a primary anchor, feeling yourself sitting here or a body scan, whatever it is, you're being supported by focusing the mind on some particular object or focus. <clears throat> then there is what they call <clears throat> meditation without support. And that meditation without support is the practice of being without any object that you are trying to collect the awareness on, but rather letting go of all objects per se, or letting go of going towards or going away from any object and tuning into the awareness, just being the awareness that all the objects are coming and going on their own. You're not trying to get rid of the objects. They're part of your experience. And any kind of trying to get rid of, uh, that's more doing. But rather, letting go of an objecting, objectifying reality and just settling into the awareness um, that knows. <clears throat> this is, it's a kind of advanced practice because the mind is so busy that it's, you know, it's a big deal to just be here and know that you're breathing for much of the time when you're, when you're doing the meditation. You know, oh, wow, I'm finally here. Oh, breathing in, breathing out. How cool. I'm here. So, and that's, you're like most people, if that's your experience. There's nothing to be ashamed of for that. Um, and it's great even to just come into the moment and step off the, the hamster wheel of thinking. But just to know that there's something beyond that. This is something, as I say, that's not foreign to you. We all have glimpses of this. There's a wonderful treatise by Ajahn Buddhadasa, who's one of the, the great uh, Thai forest uh, monastics and teachers uh, in the 20th century. And he has this uh, treatise, you can look it up online, Nibbana for Everyone. Nibbana, N-I-B-B-A-N-A, -A, Nibbana for everyone. That's the, the Pali word for nirvana. And he's saying in that treatise, you know, some people think that nirvana is, or nibbana is something that maybe lifetimes from now we can experience. But he's saying, actually, we all have a taste 
of this complete ease and non-doing. We have it in moments where we just rest, maybe we're out in uh, in nature and we're just relaxing and deciding, oh, I'm just going to lie here and take it easy. You know that feeling? You know, it can even be coming in from a from a busy day and just plopping down on your couch and saying, oh, I'm just going to relax here. And for a little while where you're not doing anything, there's a kind of cooling out of all the activity. The word nibbana literally means a cooling out. Cooling. And uh, uh, Buddha Dasa in this treatise, he says, uh, if you're cooking rice, for instance, and it's hot, you would say, oh, um, the rice is nibbana. It's starting to cool off. So this is a cooling out, a cooling off of the inner activity of the mind. And this kind of practice is possible when the mind is not troubled or trying to fix, trying to fix anything where you're not comparing, where there's not judging, where you're not trying to make yourself better, it's not a self-improvement exercise, where it's simply allowing yourself to be just as you are. <clears throat> so this means that it's a practice that really is more accessible once you, the more, I should say, the more you can see that you're really okay, the more available this practice is to you. For most of us in the earlier stages of practice, which can be like 5, 10, 15 or more years, we're just learning to be okay with ourselves. Maybe you have seen that in your own practice, where you're just learning to work with the self-judging thoughts, or with the comparing thoughts, or with the thoughts that are about me, how I'm doing, or how others think I'm doing, or how I think others think I'm doing, but it's more about me. At some point, and for some people it's it's earlier and some for, for some people it's it's later there's no race so it's not there's no grading in this it happens on whatever the unfolding is for you but at some point you start to be less preoccupied with how you're doing 
because more and more you get that you're good enough, that you're okay. I've shared in, in here my, my own meta practice uh, one day many years ago on a meta retreat, just doing meta for myself and seeing myself in a, in a different perspective. And I kind of got, oh, you're really okay. That was a huge shift. I mean, I kind of knew it here for a number of years. Yeah, I know, just an expression of life. Yeah, yeah, but but there's this and there's that. And well, look, at, oh, look at my whatever it is I'd be looking at in the mirror. And that moment, which I think many of us have gotten glimpses of, can be transformative the more you live from that place. It's not to say I don't get caught. I mean, I can have judging thoughts. You know, I always say you press the right button and I can be back in the third grade. Uh, but that's not where I live most of the time. Mostly, I'm okay. You know, not I'm some kind of superhuman person, but oh, I'm okay. All right. And once you get that, you are not so preoccupied. How am I doing? It's a kind of paradox that I've shared in that uh, Dogen teaching to study the Dharma, to study Buddhism is to study the self, to study the self is to forget the self. Once you kind of see, oh, I'm okay, I'm not so preoccupied with myself. And then to forget the self is to be intimate with all things. So then once you kind of get that and you're not so preoccupied, the mind isn't churning around, how am I doing and what do they think of and what about the past and what about the future? There's more of a a, a possibility of just relaxing all of that stuff. So now I want to give you a taste of this practice, enough of the, the talking. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit more to explain it and then we'll do it. So the first step is relaxing is relaxation. And besides that being a physical relaxation, it's, it's relaxing the mind. I'll, I'll guide you through this in a little, in a little while. So, um, uh, so you can just take this in on a cognitive level now, or, or you can try it as I'm doing it, but you just relaxing and letting go of trying to make anything happen. Then with that relaxation of trying, there's an allowing for things to be just as they are, to give permission, if you will, for this moment to be just as it is. It is this moment, and you've got two choices, either wish it were a different moment, or fully accept and allow this moment to be just the way it is. I mean, why not? Why 
Why fight reality? As I've said here before, you know, reality wins. Why waste your time being in resistance to reality? Reality wins. And so this is a kind of conscious allowing for this moment to be just how it is, whatever is happening, including where the mind, the, the, the emotions or the sensations or whatever is here, it's just happening in this field of awareness. And then as you can, I'm kind of, I should say, I'm kind of like, I've dissected this in a way that I hadn't before. This is only in recent times. I said, well, what do I actually do here? So you're not going to find any particular writing about this in list that, that I'm giving you. But as you are receiving, and uh, sorry, as you are allowing the moment, then you receive the moment and you you welcome it instead of, okay, I'll let it be here. There's more of a an attitude of welcoming it where there's nothing to grasp onto. You're not trying to get hold of anything, but you're not pushing it away. You're just stopping all resistance and taking it in, receiving it, and with a welcoming attitude. And then as you can more and more welcome it, uh, embrace it, if you, if you will, then the next attitude, as I think about it, it's just a subtle shift on a continuum of loving the moment, where you're not having any contention with it, but you're actually, beyond that, embracing it and appreciating this is a moment of your life. And so to open to it with gratitude, and the more you let that love be here and receive the moment, more and more the awareness simply becomes a loving awareness, as Ramdas talks about. One of Ramdas's main practices is saying, I am loving awareness. And when there is that loving awareness, there's nothing to do. There's just simply resting in being. And one could say it's uh, it's awareness knowing itself through you. I don't know if that lands for you, but it's just awareness through this form, knowing this moment. And that's where you're, you're around, but you're not around. Because you're not making anything happen, you're deeply relaxing into being. Okay, so now enough words. Let's just play around with this for a little while.
and uh, and then we'll see if there's anything that comes up for for people. So it starts with just arriving here. It's it's really hard to just go from from one mode to another without just coming into without coming into the moment. So I invite you to close your eyes and like we did at the beginning of the meditation uh, earlier this evening, first connect with your body and know that you're in this body and take a few deeper breaths just to arrive here because it's helpful first to have that support of coming into the moment. And so feel these breaths as you sit here. And then when it feels right, let go of the control and just let your attention come into the moment by knowing you're sitting here and breathing in a very, uh, very easy way. I'll do this with you. This is very familiar. This is probably how you meditate. Just sitting here, knowing that you're breathing. And now I invite you to relax. And one way that I find uh, points to this is to let go of all doing, let go of all trying to make anything happen. and simply relax no trying not even trying to be with the breath if you are or you notice the breath that's fine and you can always go back to that but just experiment Try, or I should say, don't try to not do. No doing at all. Just let yourself relax. You deserve it. You probably have been putting your time in your life. Just relax as if you were lying out in the meadow on a beautiful day and there's nothing at all you need to do. If that image points you, then just even let go of that image and just let yourself relax. Not needing to do anything. And as you relax, allow for this moment 
to be just as it is. Nothing to change. Nothing to fix. Just allow it. This is this moment of your life. Just relax and allow it and receive it. That is, you don't have to reach out. Just let the moment be received. without any efforting at all. And if you can, have an attitude of welcoming. This is a moment of life. No grasping, no resisting just welcoming it. And if you can, or if it's available, welcome it with a loving attitude. Don't try hard but just a sense of connection, just receiving it with love. And as you're feeling that connection, loving awareness, let go even trying to be loving awareness. You are loving awareness and simply enjoy the being. Absolutely nothing to do. Just relaxing into being. Life. Knowing itself through you. If your mind slips out into thought, that's just part of this moment. Once again, relax and simply be. Let the moment be just as it is.
and be the awareness, the space in which it's all arising and passing on its own. Nothing to do, nothing to force, and everything happens by itself. Happiness cannot be found through great effort or willpower, but is already here in relaxation and letting go. In a moment, we'll end this exercise. And when you hear the bell, just notice the hearing and let yourself come out very gently. The transition is important from this non-doing to coming back into functioning and 
in the world. So be very gentle with it. And see if you can, if it's possible to still have that sense of non-efforting as you come back and be with all of us. So it's quite a, a kind of a <clears throat> quick journey through <laughs> going from doing to being. Um, I I hope some of that made sense. Um, and as I say, don't think, oh, this is the real meditation. There's lots of different kinds. This is just a very profound one where you're not in the way or around. Uh, and if you taste it, then from time to time, you might just play around with that. Just letting go of all doing and simply be. Nibbana for everyone, as Buddha Dasa says. So we can, we can open it up to uh, some questions if there are or if anyone uh, has anything to say, oh, I, I can put in. Um, I just open up the chat box if you, if you want to put in anything about your experience, and if you want to raise your hand, so I can. I know that. Um, let's see. I've got to change the, the view so I have everybody here. The view. Um, if you go down to the reactions box and raise your hand, I'm happy to hear from people anything that you want to comment or what that was like or have any questions. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michelle, hi. Hi. Hi, I'm sorry it's a little dark here. I have a candlelight on, so I'm, I'm probably pitch black. <laughs> oh, Maybe there that's you are. better. Um, yeah, much. Yeah, hi. So, hi. So, I have, um, huh, how do I even put this? So, there's, there's a meditation that, that I do that I've just sort of discovered on my own mm -hmm. and, and, and it's, it's, um, so I, I just want to kind of pass it, it by you just to see what you think of it. 
Okay. So, and I find, I find what you have done is really helpful to me. And I, I, I do this too, but so for me, like the goal, like the big overarching goal of this whole meditation mm-hmm. practice is, is to become like more attuned to my senses so into into experience life in a more complete and full way okay mm-hmm. and so so like when so when i walk in nature for so this is it so this is an example yeah. so when i walk in nature i i try or i i put myself in the position to listen to all the sounds and then Mm -hmm. listen to all the sounds deeper so to Mm -hmm. take in all the audio and then do the same thing with the visual so to be able to see things um in a deeper way because what i find is 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 that we we live in this world of overstimulation and and i find that it 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 dulls the senses in a way like i i, I have i have trouble fully experiencing life when they when i'm overstimulated right and i right. tend to be overstimulated constantly just from the environment that we live in in mm-hmm. everyday life if that mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. and so you're so you're saying that when your your way is to go deeper into a sense door like hearing or seeing so that you're you're more connected with that sense door rather than being stimulated by lots of different sense impressions yeah so in a, in a way it's it, it's like meditation because it's it's being present in the moment yeah it is it is it, that's that 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 is mindfulness of being of being there at one of the sense doors or another and it's you can be mindful of anything anything is just as good as anything else to be mindful of so you can be mindful of the breath or you can be mindful of a flower or you or you can be mindful of a sound yeah the 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 thing about the say from a, a dharma point of view is um it's wonderful to feel that connection and be mindful and um you uh, you want to be um uh cautious about grasping about going after the object oh i like that i want that or holding on to it but rather to just see the flow of experience one after another after another might be another another aspect where you're enjoying all of those sense impressions and not grasping or pushing away all of them uh, any of them but yeah what you're doing is it sounds great that's another way to be mindful sounds really good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay 
Okay. I want to get to there's another question so but absolutely enjoy it and know that that's a that's a really good lovely way to be mindful and you're true it's true we get overstimulated most of us get overstimulated and so it takes some uh some practice to focus the mind so we're not so uh so caught up in that stimulation and what you're doing is a fine way to simplify to really tune into one thing at a time sounds great uh, thank you thank you uh deborah hi hello um thank you for this this was uh lovely i um i'm just coming back to sort of specifically this kind of meditation, but I I did it I did it a long time ago and I've done my own. And I have to say I'm very confused by what you said there. Uh -oh. <laughs> okay. I thought that's what meditation was about, was getting yourself out of the picture mm. and wanting and not trying and not desiring. Um, so I'm very, I thought maybe the focus on the breath was a means to get, to get yourself out and, and away from yourself. So I'm, I was very confused <laughs> that you described this as a different way of approaching it. Well, the, the, um, uh, sorry for the confusion and, um, you're, good, you're, right? what's that? Confusion is good, we know. <laughs> yeah, if, if, it, if it makes us want to clarify things a bit more. Um, and it's true, what you're getting out of the way is uh, ultimately what the Buddha is talking about, where you're not identifying with your experience. However, as I said at the beginning, most meditation practices are on the doing mode, like being with the breath or being with particular objects or a cultivation and the not doing is 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 not so often um spoken about or easy to easy to practice where there is no input like i said that non-meditation uh, kind of a thing where it's meditate it's meditation without support where you're not having any object or anything that you're any kind of practice that you're attempting to do to see through that sense of self so this this is this is what I'm pointing to as far as it's it's not usually uh, it's not usually presented in that way although that's really ultimately uh, it takes practice and it takes effort to get here but once you're here in the moment any kind of effort is extra uh, but that's not so mm, accessible for uh, for many people to stop all doing completely uh, and if it's something that comes naturally to you that's fantastic it doesn't come natural. Can I just say one more thing, which is sure. that um, that 
the state almost that I think of wanting to get at is where you you just don't matter. <laughs> it's not like I'm okay, therefore mm-hmm. I can let go, but that you don't matter. Yeah, yeah. And not not because you're not good enough, but because you're part of everything. You're you the the I is removed from the equation. Uh so yeah, that's where there's that's the liberation. There there's no there's no need for self-improvement when you are a part of everything and you're not you're perfect just as you are, and then you can stop thinking about how am I doing exactly, then you don't matter. Although you do matter and you're beautiful and life is happening through you in a very unique way, but you can't take credit for it. It's just life Mm -hmm. expressing itself through you. So yes, I'm right with you. Thank you. Okay. Oh, it's, it's past time. Uh, well, thank you for your, um, to your attention. And um, I just uh, encourage you from, from time to time, you don't even have to wait for a quiet moment of meditation. You might from time to time, just even invite a reminder, oh, what if I just let go of all trying and just be? I mean, that's what we really want. We want some, we want peace, don't we? And the peace comes from the not trying and just relaxing into being. And you might find that it's a whole lot more available than, uh, than you realized. So um, thank you for your attention. And we can just have a, a quick dedication for coming here together and feeling grateful that we all have been touched by the Dharma and we want to sit and practice together and explore together. May we share our good fortune with um, everyone in our lives and let it ripple out to be of all benefit, to benefit to all beings everywhere. May all know happiness, peace, freedom, and know that they are perfect just the way they are in being. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.